0: Urgent care. Urgent. Urgent care.
1: Urgent care is the place you go when you don't have any other option. Urgent care. Urgent care. I see a lot of myself in this collar. Yeah,
2: same here. <laughs>
0: Wow.
3: So,
1: funny well, we boy have <laughs> we
0: bounced back. You guys, you thought we weren't coming back after last week, our gorgeous episode last week. And here we are full volume. I would say clearly tone. the
1: episode that Joel hates more than any other episode.
0: <laughs> you know amazing. what? I will. I, I'll say I listened to it back um, before this and I thought I think I was too hard on us. I think you I was were.
1: Too hard on us. And I knew was that. In the I moment. was just.
0: I was feeling so crazy last week and yeah. this week, even, like, even though I have literally, ugh, I'm just going to come out and say it, Mitra, I shit my pants today. And I know we've both oh talked about shitting our pants on this podcast before, but for some reason, what an ideal time to shit your pants because it's, I thought it was a, it was a yes. fart that betrayed me, obviously. Of course. And I was like, well, I'm in my own home. I got nowhere that's, to be. That's
1: amazing. Because no, you,
0: like no urgent. I was like, I could live with this crap in my pants for another hour if I really wanted to. Yeah, if you were like
1: to. in the middle of like doing stuff in your yard, like who cares? Yeah. Keep it in there. Don't don't was, stop what you're doing.
0: I was like, should I just start shitting in my pants during quarantine? <laughs> we didn't think we could get there, but we got there. <laughs> and just not two in very much in. time.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And Joel is unpotty drained. <laughs> but all this to
0: say, like, shat my pants today, feeling way less crazy um, than I did last week. I'm just yeah. back. I just I, feel back.
1: I want to say, so I talk about shitting my pants on stage quite a bit, and and just in life quite a bit. I feel like I've, I'm, you know, I, I own that, and it's part yeah. of my it's part of my thing now. And <laughs> uh, to the point where I, so I went to a show. At that at the Largo that Jenny Slate was doing. And she told a story about shitting her pants on stage. And then a woman walked up to me after the show and was like, I love that story. Like, she was like, oh, I shit my pants, too. And I I didn't realize that she was mistaking me for Jenny Slate because so often people come up to me and start talking about (laughs) shitting their pants. And I was like, oh, yeah, me, too. (laughs) Yeah, I shit my pants a lot, too. Like (laughs) Crazy safe space here.
0: (laughs) That is so funny. And you, a a complete stranger to you, walked up to you.
1: Yeah, and, it was like and she, just, I I shit my pants too and I was like, "Oh my god, amazing." Like <laughs> I really
0: I really thought you were going to say like um Jenny Slate did a story about shitting her pants and you accused her of jokes.
1: That. <laughs> you <laughs> confronted her I'm the only person act. I own I own shitting in your pants on yeah pa- <laughs> I've
0: been talking about shitting on my pants on stage for years Jenny Slate how dare you come out of the woodwork
1: no no it's, it's actually something much own. sadder than that is that I identify so much with pants shitting that it didn't even phase me for one second that a stranger would tell me a story about shitting their Amazing. pants <laughs> pretty cool well
0: Mitra I have um I've shared with you how my week is going um shitting my pants and otherwise feeling okay it, mm-hmm. it does sort of feel like Wednesday snuck up on me for the first time since this mm-hmm. all began. Normally, we've talked before about how Wednesdays are bad. Um, yes. But how's your Wednesday? How's your week been going?
1: My week has been simply okay. Um, simply okay. I feel like I had a very dark weekend and then <gasps> um, work, which I will have to tell you about offline. And okay. <laughs> <laughs> every, I'll say everything. Our listeners is-
0: love secrets. <laughs>
1: Everything is okay, but I, you know, had a, had a hard time this weekend and this week has been fine. It's sort of blown by, I think just because I, I was, this weekend felt like it moved one, one, every, this weekend was 10 years long. So this yeah. week feel, for, and by mm-hmm. virtue of feeling somewhat normal, feels like it's going by very fast. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, I'm like okay. I have been getting really into the Real Housewives of Potomac. Um, yes,
0: it's so good, Mitra.
1: It's I love so good. Potomac. It was exactly what I wanted. I sort of put out a call on Twitter for people to offer up like which Housewives franchise. Well, and
0: I saw that poll, and I saw that people said Vanderpump, and I was screaming. I was crying out into the like void because I didn't want to step on your toes. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to. I didn't want to interfere with the electoral process. Mm-hmm. But. I was like, no, it's Potomac. It's Potomac, it's Potomac, it's Potomac. Yeah, for me, it's definitely
1: Potomac. I felt very good about that choice. I I did, I watched two episodes of Vanderpump and then I watched two episodes of Potomac and I chose to stay with Potomac because here's the thing is like, what I love about those shows is that it's like, often like incredibly, incredibly smart women doing psychotic Mm -hmm. things. Like, I don't want to watch like messy young hot people doing messy young hot yeah, people things like that's, that to that me is, i'm like mm-hmm. that's like i that's close enough to my own lived experience mm-hmm. i want to watch people talk about how like a nine bed nine bath is too small for their family of 3 you know yeah. like that's that's for what me, i want for me it's
0: it's all about escapism and it's like yes. i don't want i don't want to watch a show about like Waiters, I'm sorry, you know, like it, or if they're gonna be waiters, like make them smart and like
1: I was actually so
0: funny and like I had
1: a really hard time watching Vanderpump because I was so I was like, oh my god, like is 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 someone going to lose their service job? Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> no,
0: and frankly, no, nothing they so do. Well, someone does, but it, yeah, it's not for me. I don't want to see my peers, I want to see um women sort of um women in the with prime empires, women yes. with
1: empires calling each other. Tricks. <laughs>
0: yeah, um, Giselle is a top ten housewife for me. She's um, great
1: television. She knows. The, she knows what her job is.
0: The gravitas that she has—it's Vanessa Williams adjacent. I will. Say. And she's
1: so funny. She like yeah. they're all I so mean,
0: funny. I think. every
1: woman on that franchise, other than like I would say they're like you know Katie is kind of a wet blanket, but
0: well. Just you have a journey you're gonna go on with Katie where Katie I've heard really that she, does go crazy. And... I've heard that
1: she returns. I am on season two right now, okay. so I'm all. I've just completed season two, but I would say sort I, I was sort of a dud for me, like because what what's hard is to watch a woman who can't really hold her own, no. try to make it in an argument, and yeah. every other woman on the show is so vicious and precise and fights, mm-hmm. and her just being like, you know what, I'm done. I'm mm-hmm. done. It's like. Well, they—they're not done with you, bitch. So, like, they're gonna follow you where you go <laughs> and keep going. So, but I love them. I just got to the moment where Monique shows up to the Indian African themed party dressed like a Native American. So, <laughs> I—that <laughs> for me, of course, was—I—I um, I texted thirty people <laughs> and was so happy. Uh, well, that- you
0: gotta—you gotta add me to that chain because um, I love. I think I'm. I read so hard for Potomac and this last season was one of the best Housewives seasons of all time. And oh we've just God. we've just become a different Earwolf podcast. We became Yes, I apologize sesh. for going um, so deep
1: into that. I, no, it's, just, it's That cool. has been the main thing that has been bringing me joy this week. Uh, when Earwolf
0: Potomac. does one of those things where they swap hosts we should be <laughs> up with Bitch sesh.
1: Oh my God. Yes. I uh, I mean, I really credit you. You are one of the main people who got me on this road in the first place. I feel
0: Really? Definitely. I'm so sorry.
1: No, it, it really, like, you and Matt, I feel like, like, Megan Gailey, Pat Regan, like, there's a yes. and Betsy, Betsy Kenny are people who talked about it so much. And I was like, wow, like, all of these cool people are watching this thing. Maybe it will um, inevitably take over my life for the next two years. Yeah. So,
0: <laughs> now is the time to start it, I really do think. Because if you're looking for something sort of that there are a lot of seasons of for you to binge because they are 22 episode long seasons. Long, and, long, long seasons.
1: And they really do not ask much of you. You can really no. leave leave the room and come back and you're going to yes. get a recap in 15 minutes of what you Do
0: I saw. pause it ever? No. No. Never. Even when I'm going to take a long shit, I say <laughs> there's no need to pause. We should jump into these updates, though. Yeah, I guess we should um, do our
1: podcast. Otherwise, um. people
4: will get mad at us.
1: <laughs> um, Great. Yeah, let's get our first update.
4: Hi, Mitra and Joel, Joel and Mitra. I have an update. Um, I called in a few weeks ago, and you named me no gay but white gay. <laughs> it was a rent reference. Oh, yeah. okay. So I wanted to tell you that, so your advice about um, telling my friends who I thought was, like, racist because this is, like, Google Drive photo album of who he thought I was. Still he thought weird. I had. We actually, I actually listened to your advice confronted him about it and he was super receptive genuinely great about it and honestly it like super improved our relationship we talked about that He also apologized for like arguing with me at an IHOP one time <laughs> told totally me a different story just genuinely like your advice helped so much I appreciate you guys so much and you two are my Oprah uh-huh. was, like the inherent <laughs> evil of being a billionaire and stuff so yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: wow oh my god that actually like i'm i looked at you over zoom we're both tearing up we're both tearing (laughs) up um that is so nice to hear i'm so glad that that worked out and it is actually genuinely nice to hear an update from a caller where like it was the the update wasn't well because of quarantine they moved across the country (laughs) and and problem yeah I'm, Um, i'm
1: so psyched to hear that i mean it felt like such a like Confusing situation and um, that kind of stuff is always so uncomfortable. So, kudos to you for yeah. being bold enough to strike that conversation. It yeah. And, it's and you really said that hard. you weren't
0: you were you sort of felt a distance from this person he wasn't he was sort of brought into the group a late Mm -hmm. season replacement and honestly it sounds like you now have reached a new level a new tier and that's really cool also um, dying to
1: know what you fought about in an IHOP uh, I I mean (laughs) that
0: is when he said that I was like oh my god I I don't even need to know because I know that fight
1: you know what kind of fight is happening that's why I want to know because like you're not having like a good fight in an IHOP
0: No, no 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 because it is like it is the you're either there early and like it's always morning time. If you're at an IHOP in the middle of the day, get out. It's either <laughs> got to be like two a.m. or like seven a.m. And mm-hmm. either time, having fights at those times bad. But bad, um, bad, bad. Love that. Let's love it. Let's get. Thank you so much for calling back in, and I'm so glad to hear that me and Mitra make one Oprah. <laughs> Next update, Dana. Um, Mitra, I have a major
3: question for you. Uh, Joel and Mitra, I love you both so much. <laughs> <laughs> but um, this is specifically for Mitra. In episode two of Three Bigs the at 6.48, is Captain Lee an extra in The Bleachers? Um, Joel, I know you're a Bravo fan. Um, I don't know if you watched Below Deck or not, but <laughs> if you saw him... You would have my same (laughs) curiosity. Okay, thank you. I love you both. Bye.
1: Okay, so I scrubbed through to where you were talking about, and I looked up this person, and because I was like, "Is there? Is there the like the craziest chance that some? Like, I would not put it above." It is not beneath a Bravo person to be an extra on Three Busy Debras because it seems like whatever attention you can get, you're going to try to get if you're on a Bravo show. So I really did entertain this, but I I am very sad to say that um, he is not an extra on Three Busy Debras. (laughs) But I did know as soon as I Googled him who you were talking about. So I... I, it is not a crazy question to ask.
0: Yeah, what a what a fun update to get on our Bravo themed episode. I know,
1: <laughs> I really of, um, ended up being incredibly pod. topical. Yeah, <laughs> um,
0: I do not watch Below Deck. Same problem as I have with um, uh, Vanderpump Rules. Although I will say the Thailand season, I, I got so tired of the um, trailers for like whatever season they were in Thailand because it it literally this moment drove me fucking nuts where they were there's a woman and she was like and everyone in thailand is so hot cut to a white man like with his shirt off dancing on someone else white and i was like <laughs> i don't know it bothered me it bothered Why? me dana <laughs> <Why>? <laughs> um dana last and final update please god please
2: please Hi, uh, Joel Mitra, Mitra and Joel. I had some advice for some callers. I've had i I've noticed a lot of callers call about um, how to call out their friends on things they find racist or misogynist or various other things. And a friend gave me some really good advice a couple years ago after she took a seminar on how to be a white person talking to other white people about privilege in class. Um, and i have it's just really stuck with me and I try to take this tact both as an HR professional and um, just a person in the world trying to do my best. Uh, is to, instead of calling them out, to ask somebody, have you noticed? So for instance, I uh, noticed on a an article a friend wrote a few years ago, that they put all of the people of color at the bottom and i was talking to this friend about it and she said have you posed it to the person that wrote it as have you noticed that all of the people of color were grouped together at the bottom of the article and just to let them think about it and come to their conclusion um, sometimes it seems less hostile and less um forward than maybe saying like i Notice this and you did this thing wrong i think um especially in hr type conversations it's like super helpful to help people because like there's unintentional ignorance in the world so i think it'd just be a great way to get people to think about their reactions and maybe spark more conversation and have curiosity in every day uh thank you guys and i appreciate you bye (laughs)
0: Wow, I appreciate this, and I think this is really great advice for the caller in our last call. Even Rachel Dolazal's friend, um, mm-hmm. as a way of sort of maybe you pose, if you're still listening after we gave you advice, maybe you could sort of be like, "Hey, have you noticed that all of our friends' black boyfriends hate your guts? Um, <laughs> <laughs> have you noticed none none of our black friends want to make eye contact with you? Have you noticed that? And um, I, I think that'd be a great tap
1: um, had the opposite reaction to this caller who I think had great intentions, but I think whenever you disagree with someone, you should call them stupid. Mm. So that's just mm-hmm. sort of my perspective as um sort of a um a vaguely marginalized woman. So And that's, I, and,
0: and, and that makes it better and that makes it right. Thank okay. Thank you. So no one can argue. Um let's um let's dive into some calls here and we um, yes. well actually wait. Yes. Let's take a break. And then we'll dive I'm sorry I really
1: honestly thought I was in trouble <laughs>
0: <laughs> Well you will be I'm sure you will Actually, be At some point wait, in the episode I'm
1: sick of you man- j- making jokes like that
0: <laughs> Actually it was really disrespectful To that person who called and gave us great advice And I, I think um, Have you noticed how mad I am at you about that um, Okay for real though Have you noticed we need to take a break Dana As though I need Dana to speak <laughs> Dana, take okay. us to the
1: break. <laughs> and we're back. <laughs> and
0: we're back. There it is. There's the voice I love so much. Um, let's just dive in. Dive in with that call. We've we've chatted enough.
1: Let's dive in. Dive into the next call.
4: Hello. <laughs> Hello, Mitra and Joel, and Joel and Mitra. Um, <laughs> I adore you both. Um, <laughs> So oh, I, so she doesn't mean it. I've been having a really hard time um, focusing on stuff uh, while working from home because I'm quarantining at my parents' house. Um, and so, my dad owns a small business, and so I've been going to his office every. <laughs> A couple of days to do my schoolwork and my online classes because I can focus there and none of his employees are and all of his employees are working from home right now so I can use their desks and computers Um, and so today I decided to go into Gmail and I forgot to open up a little incognito window and I'm using this one girl's desk I've met a few times and she's like the youngest person in my dad's office and I accidentally see because she's logged in um, on Google Chrome so I accidentally see her in Gmail inbox, and I really didn't mean to look. I didn't click on anything. I didn't click on anything. But I did see that she's, like, a part of a wrestling league. And so I looked it up, and she's a part of, like, a queer wrestling league. And, I'm... <laughs> and I really want to know more about it. And I want to know if the people in my dad's office know about it. But I'm not friends with this girl, and I can't just be like hey so i read your email and i want to know about the queer wrestling league because i think it seems fun and i can't ask my dad if he knows about his employees queer wrestling league because i don't know if she's out i assume she is um whether that means she's out as a wrestler or a queer woman (laughs) Um, And I don't want to admit to anyone that I'm a snoop, um, but I think it seems really fun. And I like her wrestling outfit, and I want to tell her. <laughs> um, what do I do? Also, I need like conversation with my family, and this is the most exciting
1: thing I've discovered.
0: <laughs> wow.
1: I love this voicemail I think this is
0: like <laughs> such a perfect way to start the episode it really um,
1: read like reading this I I got so excited I was like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um so here's here's my pitch and it 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 sucks but I like have to say it because it's okay. the only thing I'm thinking of snatch 22 perhaps <laughs> snatch
0: 22 okay I like that I was thinking in the realm of like snoop
1: hmm like Harriet um, the Spy vibes.
0: Harriet, um, Harry Puss the Spy, uh, <laughs> <laughs> which is worse than Snatch 22. I will cop to that. I will cop that Harry Puss no, the Spy. No, but actually
1: it needs to be Harry, Harry Puss, Puss the, the Spy. <laughs> <laughs> that is... <laughs> Joel, I, I don't think I'm... I don't think I'm... I think I'm serious when I say that that is the worst name that you've ever pitched.
3: <laughs> it's really yeah, bad. Yeah, oh,
0: for sure. I mean, it is like, it feels bad to hear. It feels bad to say. It barely connects to what the caller is calling about. And yet, yeah. um, I... <laughs>
1: yet, yet we will be using
0: it. <laughs> Harry Puss the Spy. So Harry Puss the Spy. Oh,
1: <sighs> okay.
0: <laughs> um, I guess I'm a little... First of all, I just want to say um i believe women but i do not believe you i believe that you fully you had to have read a little you got to that landing page and you scrolled a little bit maybe you didn't open any emails but the fact that like what was the subject line that you got the name of the queer wrestling league and you were able to like look <laughs> all of this up and i think you just need to be honest with yourself first of all before and you're if, honest and with if, anybody and else let me be clear like
1: if i'm at my dad's company and i see that there's an open email i'm reading oh the email. yeah i'm, I'm reading I'm go- everything I'm, going
0: the email. I'm searching my own name to see if someone's <laughs> talking about me i'm like doing it all baby um and there's no open, shame in that
1: yes if a screen is open in front of me i'm reading the screen
0: you gotta so t- on to this i think i think it's totally fine of you to show up like Uh, presumably they have like open invitation like for people who are you know interested in joining the league is it an invitation only sort of thing because if it is that's a a problem but if it's not like I think you just go to a meeting like a mixer yeah and then you if you see your dad's coworker there or something like that, you can be like, oh my God, you're here too. What a small world. Who knew Oh my God,
1: crazy. It looks like we both are interested in the same things. Maybe we should hang out. Because the (laughs) thing is is
0: like there's not that there's I I can't imagine wherever you are there's that many queer wrestling league like for lady like things. So Yeah it seems like it would be Perfectly reasonable that you would show up and and be yeah. there at the same time. I
1: think you should spend the rest of quarantine learning everything you can possibly learn about this person in the wrestling league, and then go. And
0: yeah. then
1: because at this point, like. You're, like your relationship will already be built on like a violation. So you might as well go fil- full tilt and go to the wrestling league
0: <laughs> or you do sort of a single white female sort of situation and you just become friend. You reverse engineer. You become friends with your dad's employee mm-hmm. specifically so that eventually a year into the relationship, the friendship, you can say, hey, have you ever thought I'm really interested in queer wrestling? You know, Um <laughs> And that's sort of the vibe. I think this sounds like a. F- I think you find out when a meet is. I think this sounds like a fun date. I mean, obviously, mm-hmm. once everything, you know, uh, eventually, I guess is the time period that we're saying. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it sounds like a really fun date to go to one of these meets, and then you can see. I want to go. Your your friend, your dad's employee, and be like, "Oh my God, you're! I didn't know you would be doing this. We just thought it was like a fun thing." And then you can then have an opening to be like, "How do I join?"
1: Yeah, get in there.
0: Yeah. So there's a lot of options for you. A lot of options for you. Uh, (laughs) And uh, I think the sky's the limit. And I think you keep changing computer terminals when you go in to do your schoolwork and you keep looking at everyone's email.
1: Yeah, now like there's nothing better than like finding out every every like stupid thing you can possibly find out about people that you will probably never meet. So I, I honestly think
0: this is like an amazing web series idea. Maybe <laughs> like a like a novella, sort of like learning about like the disparate lives of your dad's employees through snooping through their emails. You got and you're that.
1: really like you're elevating a small business. Yeah, in and this eventually time. you'll
0: probably find that one of them is embezzling, so mm-hmm. you'd be saving your dad money. So ultimately Harry Puss the Spy.
1: Hurts to hear every time.
0: <laughs> you gotta you gotta keep snooping for the good of the company. Um, okay, we've got Should an we... email. I'll read it.
1: Okay. I'll
0: read it. Okay. <laughs> <I can> read. <laughs> Hey, Mitra Jolhari. Smart. Okay. Love that. Sort of integrating me into Mitra's experience, but okay. Um,
1: uh, I love it. <laughs>
0: I'm writing to ask an awkward question about sex. That is to say, how the hell do I get back to having it? I lost my virginity at a young age and spent much of my youth having all sorts of sexual encounters with both genders. But toward the end of high school, I was feeling very down about all the casual sex with consistent partners that I was having. I felt pessimistic that the only guys that were sleeping with me were guys that had no interest in me as a person, so I made a rule for myself that I'd only hook up with someone that I'd been dating for some time. Going into college years, I became a bit of a slut-shamer despite my active past, and in my time in college, I only hooked up once with a guy I crushed on in high school. But that was May 26, 2010, and no one has touched my genitals since. I've gotten over myself and killed the slut-shamer in me, but now I'm nearly a decade celibate due to anxiety about getting back into the sexual marketplace. I'm sure I Someone's type, but guys that tend to like me are guys that look like me, and I am not my type. So should I rip off this band-aid and just hook up with someone? Should I continue to wait until I'm comfortable with someone and it naturally goes there? Should I Venmo one of the escorts I've been chatting with as we approach the 10-year anniversary? Love you both. P.S. A doctor was once concerned that my libido was chemically low and tested my hormones and found no issue. Um, what are we gonna name this person?
1: So it's been it's been 10 years. We're about to hit the 10-year anniversary. Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it really it really sounds like you're pissing joel but but we can see we can see your face and we know that you're not pissing. I just want to let the viewers know the listeners know that um Joel yeah. is actually pissing well <laughs>
0: I, I did shit my pants today, so pissing my pants doesn't seem that far off the market
1: yeah nothing nothing's off menu today for Joel no. Kim booster, so
0: so ten years, ten years There's... off the market, ten years no sex celibate celib
1: um are you like like they're fifth grade, you know, like the, at this point, her cel- celibacy is a, a fifth grader. Oh,
0: a fifth grader. Are you ce- right? more celibate than a fifth grader?
1: I know that's where <coughs> I was going, but I was like, wow, long. <laughs> that's a, that's a,
0: yeah, uh, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. Who's a um, um, celib-, celib... Who's a famous 10 year old? Celibich.
1: Celibich, sure.
0: Yeah. He's being a little bitch about it. Just pay the escort. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, JK, Um, but also not, not the answer. I think like the thing about this is it does seem like you've gotten more in your head about it than I think it requires. Like
1: I was dying to know if this person is going to therapy because it did not come up in the email.
0: No, you got your hormones tested. Maybe you should get your head tested. celibitch. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, I felt like I, I, I just really wanted to know because I think like if I, if I were in this position, I think therapy would be very helpful to figure out like what my next move would be because I do think there is something to be said for like you're already chatting with the escort, so I think there, there seems to be based on the limited information we have a part of you that is interested in going down that road and 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 hooking up with one of the escorts you're chatting with. So, I mean, I think it's definitely. A viable option I think it's just a matter of like parsing out in your own mind like like is it something like you I mean you won't you just make sure you're comfortable with that but if it if it's a matter of just like it's been a long time let's rip the band-aid off yeah then, like by all means rip the band-aid off and Support then maybe local
0: businesses you exactly
1: so talk, talk about small businesses from our last yeah. caller
0: or big business
1: uh yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> I hope anyways um, um listen I think now yeah Because the the thing, the weird like specter that's hanging over your entire email that it doesn't never gets addressed is COVID. Like, are you are you even able to right now? Mm -hmm. Like, it seems like, honestly, this is the perfect time to get jump on BetterHelp and start video conferencing with uh, a therapist to talk about this specific issue. And then you have something immediately to sort of like dive in and talk about. But um, you didn't ask for that. You asked for our advice. And beyond therapy, I think the escort is it. Because I think you can prove to yourself and like the escort is sort of perfect because you can really control it, the environment in in a way that you won't be able to do even with a random hookup. You can say, you I think you can feel very free to be like, I want to do this. Let's slow down this. And you don't have to feel sort of constricted by hurting someone else's feelings or catching feelings yourself or any of those things. You can sort of really ask for what you want because it is a transactional situation. And I think that sort of makes it perfect.
1: And I think if that to me, I'm like, also, there's a version of this scenario where it's like, I mean, if I have like in the period after being in a very long relationship, I was sort of like, I don't I have not I'm I've just haven't really had a lot of experience with like, One one night stands or anything like that. So I went with someone that I like knew sort of peripherally was interested in me and that I was like, okay, we I feel safe enough, but like I don't really feel like there's a risk of either of us Mm -hmm. being interested in each other. And that might be an option is just like someone vaguely in your circle of friends. So you can like kind of fuck once and not really worry about it too much. Like that's maybe another option for you. And you can really lay the groundwork and figure out what might be the best option for you during this time of quarantine.
0: Yeah. And I, I really, I mean, you have the option in here of should I wait until I'm comfortable with someone and it naturally goes there. And it's like, yeah, that's also an amazing option. And I, mm-hmm. I and I sort of, I think that's why therapy would be really helpful for you to sort of figure out why there's a rush at all, like why mm-hmm. there's a rush to have sex. I mean, other than listening listening to this podcast and getting horny week in week out because our right. voices and the things that we're talking about are making you rock fucking hard but ultimately <laughs> like no of course it doesn't matter yeah, you know I'm sure it, there's doesn't, like... it doesn't it
1: oh, doesn't go ahead
0: no i mean it just doesn't I mean, like it doesn't matter that you and i are sort of on the same timeline uh, except opposite like I, I haven't been in a relationship since around may 26 2010 so you know like or oh, beyond that and like I used to put pressure on myself to be like, I need to have been in a relationship by now so that it could last for a certain amount of time. But I don't think there's any. I, I don't know. At a certain point, you just have to let go of uh, some pre-existing idea of a timeline.
1: Yeah. If it feels like a band-aid, then by all means, rip it off. But if there's something deeper there, which I'm I'm sure there is, because there's something deeper for everyone, <laughs> then like go to therapy and figure it out but i think now is a great time like joel is saying BetterHelp. help i mean i know joel uses better help i know a lot of people who use better help and check it out
0: thanks <laughs> i think you're i think there is no wrong answer here except get into therapy
1: Woo!
2: Woo. <laughs>
0: hey, na, 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 na. the next call please Hello,
3: Joel and Mitra. Mitra and Joel, uh, I hope you guys are both staying safe and healthy. So anyways, um, there's this uh, really toxic person in my life. She has been a huge bully to me and many of my close friends, actually, and our entire friend group is kind of done with her, but there is one problem. She is my roommate, and I live with her. Um, I can't really move out at this point in time since we're still finishing up school. I can't find a subletter. Um And honestly, like, where we live is a great location and the rent is great. Um, but anyways, this isn't really about my roommate situation. I mean, it kind of is. But anyways, back when I thought that I was good friends with this really toxic, horrible, bully of a person, I let her follow my Finsta. And now I'm kind of trying to figure out how to navigate this. Do I make a new Finsta and rebuild that select group of followers on that Finsta? Should I block her? But just because I live with her, I'm worried about in-person confrontation. In addition, there's also this one girl who she kind of turned against me and me against her at one point in time, but now I'm actually really close friends with this girl. And I had kind of unfollowed her on Instagram, this uh, second girl, but now because we're friends, I want to refollow her, but what am I supposed to say now? Anyways, hope you can help me navigate all of this social media drama. Hope you guys are well, see you later
0: never mind. Wow. <clears throat> well,
1: well, well, lots going a, a on lo- here. A web,
0: a web of drama um in Instagram web. Um <laughs>
1: I thought maybe um sleeping with the frenemy.
0: <laughs> Ooh, I love that. Sleeping with the frenemy. Um because she is, yeah, frenemies with this person and she is living with them. So You see is- where I, you
1: see how I got there sort of <laughs>
0: For, let's start, I guess, with sleeping with the enemy with the smaller problem, which is, so there's two girls, the girl she lives with, who is a bully and a toxic person who currently follows our sleeping with the frenemies Finsta. That's yes. the bigger problem. The smaller problem is she unfollowed this other girl and now wants to follow her back. Yes. And I think this is an easier so- solution. Me too. Um, I think you you find a reason to message her on Instagram about something funny, <laughs> mm-hmm. okay? DM, maybe you send her one of the memes that we shit on here mm. at, at Urgent Care, okay? And you go to send her that and then you send her the thing and then you go, oh my God, I accidentally unfollowed you when I was messaging you because the mm-hmm. buttons are so close together. Here's um,
1: here's my fear though, is that this person might have already noticed that mm, she unfollowed.
0: That's a, that's a gamble.
1: So for me, I think um, there's just, you just hit the follow button and then you talk about it if they bring it up because I just think like I- I've noticed not always, but I have noticed when like a friend has unfollowed me and because I've just been on their page before and I'm like, huh, interesting. Um, so I, my, my personal belief is just smash that follow button and then, uh, talk about it if it feels like something that is worth talking about or that your friend wants to talk about.
4: Yeah. And then- I think like,
0: That is a reasonable thing to do. But I, you know, love the theater of finding a meme and sending (laughs) it to her and saying, I accidentally unfollowed you. Um, (laughs) But you can, and then you can say, you can still say, um, oh, if if the friend is like, I noticed you unfollowed me a while ago because I'm a psycho who looks up my unfollowers. You can um, then be like, oh yeah, I mean, I did. But then I started following you again six months ago. And then I unfollowed you again just now accidentally to only refollow you again. So
1: Yeah, you can really, like, sort of gaslight this person that you're, like... Yeah, you can really dig a
0: hole and, like, make the life. web even more complicated. And then you'll have an even more complicated situation to call in about and then, six months from now.
1: And then when you get married, you'll have, like, this incredibly rich history. Yes, and you've worked yes. through so many conflicts with each other. So, I actually, yeah, I fully support what Joel said. Um, Thank you. What do you think she should do
0: about the bigger issue, though?
1: I mean... For me, like I had somebody where I was like, I, so I have my little Finsta, um, and there was somebody on there that I was like, you know what? I, I kind of regret letting this person into my like private little world where I talk about like, um, all the stuff that I talk about on this podcast. (laughs) 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 So I just, um, I kicked them off. I, I didn't really address it at all. I was just like, we're not really that close. I guess it's different with a roommate though. Like it might be a conversation, but I think. You can just be like, I don't feel comfortable with you seeing it anymore. Like I I I, just think,
0: I think she can block because if you block from the Finsta, they won't even be able to find it anymore, and then Mm -hmm. you can lie and say, "Oh, I deleted it," Mm -hmm. um, because there were too many people on it. Here's Um, what I would say
1: though: is if you block change the handle on the Finsta yes. because they might have their own little side Finsta and search and then see that the account still exists, which which is what I did. I kicked them off, I blocked them, and then I changed the name.
0: Great. <laughs> Perfect. Psycho. I didn't even know you could easily change the name on Instagram.
1: It's pretty easy. I think you can only do it like once in a week or something like that, but you can do it pretty easy.
0: Perfect then yeah. Yeah. And then I think you do all that. And then the first post under your new name for the Finsta is, hey, I'm now rebranded to X because of this. That is exactly what I I did.
1: I changed changed the name and then I posted a picture being like, hey, I kicked some people off of this. So I changed the name. Just a heads up.
0: (laughs) Perfect. Amazing. So So I think that is the solution for sleeping with the friend of me. It's nice it. to
1: get sort of get back to our roots as being like petty psycho and avoid. Yes. And, <laughs> and just like
0: and just lie, 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 lie and sort of lie, make lie. the problems worse. There's um, this, um,
1: this is a real Prince of Egypt. Lie, 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 lie. lie. <laughs> That's where the Prince of Egypt heads out there. One of my favorite movies yes. of all time. <laughs> one of
0: Sandra Bullock's greatest voice acting roles. Um, okay, Mitra, there's <laughs> this is an email. Do you want to read it?
1: Um, yeah, let's get me out of that hole. Um, all right. Hi, Mitra and Joel and Joel and Mitra. Love you both equally. My boyfriend and I, this person's pronouns are she, her, are planning to move in together in the fall. Previously, I've been living with my best friend since we both moved to the same city about two years. How do I tell my best friend I want to move in with my boyfriend without making it seem like I'm abandoning her? She is also friends with my boyfriend, but I'm not jazzed over the idea of her joining us. Thanks. What do we want to call this person?
0: Mm, My best friend's... Uh, my best
1: friends, haha. Huh.
0: My friends, haha. Huh. Myself. Um, what is um, me, myself, and I? No, um, it would be so great if we knew the name. You know, so there's three people. There's sort of like uh, Dharma and Greg sort of situation <laughs> her long, and her boyfriend. Here's a
1: long one. Okay. <laughs> Two's company, three's not an option. <laughs>
0: That's sort of a description of the problem. Um, so, in that way, a great laughing, name. Wow. Um, so, uh, so why don't we? Three's
1: not company.
0: Three's not company. I think maybe just for brevity's sake, three's not company. <laughs>
1: Okay, but the real name is the long thing that I. Said. Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just
0: so everyone's aware, um, ooh, kooky, that kooky
1: vibes over in definitely. Casa de Matra today.
0: Definitely, I can't wait for July to sort of peel through these names and go. You know what the name the episode's going to be? <laughs>
1: Untitled. <Okay>.
0: <laughs> 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 I mean, I'm really rooting for Hair Pussy the Spy, but I don't <laughs> think I don't know if iTunes will allow that. Um, <sighs> I mean, how do you tell your best friend that you're moving in with your boyfriend? Um, this is an age-old problem mm-hmm. that people have been having for years, and I say you do it with a cake.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I had this, I had this talk with Patty, and it was totally fine. I mean, it's like, I mean, I think like with with when you've been dating somebody for a long time, it it I think if you are that person's best friend, you probably know that this is an inevitable thing or a, a likely possibility. Yeah. Like, when I can, I would say. I think approach it with less fear. Obviously it is sad to like say, like it's, it's a, it's a really lovely chapter. I mean, I I've had a, I, like that's a lovely, lovely time in my life. And, and it, and it is sad to break that connection with somebody, but it was not an unexpected thing. I mean, I think approach it with a lot less fear. Your friend probably on some level sees it coming.
0: Yeah. There's like not a lot of context about like what kind of friend, like, like, her friend's pov on all of this is like she uses the words abandon and it's like is your friend too like get a fucking grip people move <laughs> in and out of their like the, honestly you take her out for a nice dinner or you make her a nice dinner um because of the circumstances you make it super super special you make it seem like you're gonna propose to her yes and then at the end you say i'm moving in with ryan and you just, like, sort of make it seem like you're just entering into a new phase of your relationship. Because what does she realistically think was going to happen? Because mm-hmm. the thing is, is, like, moving in with your boyfriend is a huge step. It's a huge step, and it's an important step. It's, like, I, you should—I should, would hope that your friend would feel, like, super happy for you.
1: It's, like, it's a, it's a bittersweet moment, but your friend will be happy for you. And you, like, I just think—like, I you don't overestimate— your role in your friend's life. Like, they're, they're going to be fine. They're Like, yeah. you're going to still see your friend. As much as you don't need to live with them, they don't need to live with you, probably. Yeah. So it's like, you're yeah, not the center gonna, of their universe.
0: Yeah, maybe she's going to fucking thrive. After. And maybe she
1: really wants to live alone.
0: Yeah. Um, and I think maybe one thing that could offset this and, and sort of is, is like designate a day during the week or during the month that you spend with your best friend. Mm-hmm. And and just head that off at the past. She might not need that. You know that better than I do, but maybe she does. But maybe I think it'll be like, nice for her.
1: The you know, the the hard I, I totally like I think piggybacking off of that, like just emphasizing like you mean so much to me and this has been an amazing time in my life. And like really let your friend know how important they are to you. But chances are they know and that they're gonna be really happy for you. And if they're not, uh, get out of there. <laughs> Uh, do we want to talk about this next email?
0: Yeah, let's do it. I'll um, I'll read it.
1: Oh, you get the long ones this time. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Hi Joel and Mitra, Mitra and Joel. But TBH, started listening to the pod because of Joel. So I would like to pause really quickly and just say, don't do this. Don't do this to us, okay? Don't say this kind of shit to us. Don't single Earth one of us out. Just Earth like, shattering. Again, like don't don't send emails negging me. To get Demetra's heart. (laughs) Don't single one of us out. This is a two-hander, okay?
1: Mm
0: -hmm. We both co-sign everything the other person says and does on this podcast.
1: (laughs) And we always agree.
0: Always agree.
1: And that's what makes this podcast interesting, is you listen to two people agree with each other for an hour straight. Agree
0: with each other for an hour straight. And do not try to turn each other... Us against each other. Okay, Mm -mm, it's not going to work. See through it. It's disgusting. It's It's, disgusting. It's
1: sickening. It's sickening. That being said, we would love to help you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, here's the email. Anyway, I overheard my mom on the phone talking shit about me with her sister, and I'm not sure how to confront her about it. I'm low-key having a quarter-life crisis during this pandemic, and her shade isn't helping. Here's the story. I moved back home in 2019 for a new job, which I ended up hating. Then early this year, I accepted a job with Disney right before COVID blew up. My mom was hella stressed about me moving to LA. She wanted me to defer the job offered or, or stay at the job I hate so I can stay at home and stay safe. Fast forward, I ended up getting furloughed soon after starting, and I'm still living at home. My mom, not so subtly, brings up the other fields that she thinks I should work in, even though I'm still technically employed by Disney. I'm more than capable of finding a new job, and I just need her to get off my case. Some background info, I'm a Gaysian in my mid-twenties. Pronouns are he, him, and, and occasionally she. Cute. My mom is the definition of an Asian tiger mom. My eldest sister is unemployed, so I think part of the stress is just is being projected onto me. And the first time my current boyfriend Uh and I had sex, he blurted out Joel's name. Wow. So yeah, how do I get my mom to see that I'm mostly capable of steering my own career? Okay, thank you. Love the pod.
1: Wow so Another Another Shyamalan-esque twist yeah. uh, <laughs> At the end <laughs> Did not
0: read that far Into the email to get there um, uh, No
1: I, I stopped reading After my I overheard my mom On the phone Talking, talking shit about shit. me yeah, sister so that,
0: that is enough um, So We've wow. got a tiger mom We've got Disney Are there Tigger Tigger mom oh, uh, Is that fun? Is that
1: fun? That is fun Tigger mom <laughs> ah! Cute <laughs>
0: Oh, Tigger was my favorite growing up.
1: I I, I don't think I cared about them. Okay.
0: Wow. <laughs> <laughs> just sort of bearing open my soul to Mitra. And giving her I, was, a I was really to... trying to
1: relate. Nope. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Children, like, we just, like, whatever, it doesn't matter. Me, like. <laughs> you're, now you're really backtracking because you... <laughs> You're like okay,
4: okay,
0: okay, okay, let's okay, okay. So I'm re- re- realizing
1: like, my, my life is not as interesting as I think it is. <laughs> I want to
0: I want to start by saying, this is it, it quarter life crisis. Like this is around the age I think when I personally started learning that my parents, um, are not infallible because I knew that before. But like I don't know, you start to realize that your parents have the same sort of habits and problems that you do including talking shit Mm -hmm. um and I just feel like a little bit you gotta give your mom a little slack on this because think about how often you talk shit about people that you love Mm -hmm. and you only maybe sometimes you mean it but some most of the time you only half mean it you're venting um, especially when it's with her sister. I mean, it's shitty. It doesn't feel good. But why was your ass snooping? Why was your ass <laughs> eavesdropping on the conversation?
1: And it's also like, how many times do you think you've talked shit about your mom? Like, yeah. she's she needs to be able to blow off steam about her kids. And it's unfortunate that you heard it. But it's like, I, I in, def- in defense of your mom, like, moms should be allowed to talk shit.
0: <laughs> moms should be allowed to talk shit, too. Um, I just want to say it. and it sucks. I And I don't want to like I don't want to de-emphasize your hurt here because it sounds like a really frustrating situation. You're going through what I'm sure a lot of people are going through right now, furloughed from a job that you really want to do. Um, and ultimately, pressures are high. She's got both of her kids back in the house. She's dealing with the same COVID stress that you are being mm-hmm. cooped up. Um, so- and I think
1: also like I think I. I kudos to you I think for knowing um, kudos to you my phrase of the week I guess um, but that just that like parsing through and understanding that like you're probably getting deflected stress about your sister being unemployed I mean I think it's nice to just like look and really understand that it's not all you but since you are in proximity with this person you are going to get that anxiety directed at you whether even if it's not all for you
0: yeah And I think the one thing way to handle this is the next time your mom brings up, like, another job you could be applying for, I think that is the time you confront her about this. And you say, I'm not going to apply for that job because I love the job I have. By the way, I heard what you said to me to my Naomi, Aunt (laughs) Naomi. I heard what you said about me.
4: Mm -hmm. And then
0: you bring it up and you can talk it out then. I don't think that this feels like something worth, like its own conversation because then I think you you have an opportunity to sort of macro be like listen mom I found a job that I really love and it was it will be waiting like you're so lucky to be furloughed and not just laid off and like you know this is a job that is waiting for me and I'm going to wait for it because this is a job that I care about Mm -hmm. and I'm sorry and I um and and then just let your mom talk
1: shit. I also think like you have to accept that Unfortunately, in this time, you might not be able to convince your mom that you're capable of steering your own career because yeah. she's just nervous for you, I'm sure. And I, I am I am positive that it is coming out in ways that are upsetting and really frustrating and probably suck. But just know that, like, it's possible that you won't be able to convince her until you're actually out in the world doing it again. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Cause um, cause there's like, just no evidence. There's no right. evidence.
1: But we believe in you and we believe that you're going to get back to Disney.
0: (laughs) I believe in you. I believe in you, Tigger mom. And I believe that you will be able to get do this job, do this job fucking well. And I believe that you'll be able to find a boyfriend that can tell us apart in (laughs) in one of the most important moments in a relationship.
1: I want to know what ethnicity your boyfriend is. Yeah.
0: Uh, I actually that to that me is ac- well. is
1: crucial. Crucial,
0: paramount, paramount, because then I have some other advice for you depending on the answer. <laughs> well, we got one last call. Dana, Na-na-na-na-na. will you please bring it
5: up? Hi, Mitra and Joel, Joel and Mitra. So this scenario is going down pretty much as we started. I'm getting this news like as of 10 minutes ago. So essentially my roommate's family is being displaced. We don't know, we don't need to go into the details, but basically they need to find a place to rent and the place they found is not pet friendly. And so they need to find a place for their dog. And so my roommate offered up our place but the thing is, I fucking hate her dog. <laughs> He's annoying and smelly and super needy and yappy. And I love dogs, but just like not this one. And I don't know how to tell her no without being a dick. But it's like, it's going to cause resentment if I say no. It's going to cause resentment if I cave and say yes. On either one of our ends, there's going to be resentment, so I just don't know what to do. Okay, I'm going to awkwardly end this message now.
1: Bye.
0: Mm, so, we've got sort of a lady and the tramp situation.
1: Mm hmm. Sort of all dogs go to heaven. Um, must love dogs energy. All dogs um, go to
0: heaven. All dogs get displaced. All, oh. um,
1: all dogs cause resentment.
0: <laughs> all, ca- all dogs cause resentment. Must <laughs> resent dogs.
1: Must resent dogs. <laughs> Must resent dogs. Okay. Great. Um, love that.
0: So here's the thing. Without a lot of information to go on here about why they were displaced, how temporary this new living situation is, I think this caller is very astute in understanding that either way they go here, there's going to be resentment. I I also don't know enough about like the options, the other options. Like, do you have, uh, does this family have other siblings that the dog could go to? Because I think what you do is you do have to sort of bring up like, hey, if there are other options, I would love for you to take that because I, I just don't think I can handle having a dog in the house right now. I don't think you need to bring up that the dog sucks um, to do yeah, that. Yeah, but
1: ultimately it is your home and you don't want the animal there. So that matters.
0: That does matter. I will say it does seem like two things I'll say. This family is getting displaced, which is traumatic and stressful. And I think like if you understand that in either way, in either case, there's going to be resentment. I think like you will look like a hero mm-hmm.
1: in your resentment.
0: And she will not. Um, And you're sort of, I I don't, again, without enough, but it sounds like you'd probably be fucking this family. So you can either be a hero and resent them or not or sort of live without a dog and have your friend resent you, which could cause bigger issues. I don't know.
1: I think step one is checking to see if they have exhausted all other mm-hmm. options mm-hmm. before or if she just sort of like knee jerk reaction panic said Wants to we'll take the dog. dog yeah and which one of the which one of those things is happening but if it is the very possible there are no other options see if there's maybe an end date to this yeah. or like well, because i do understand not wanting to have like a dog that you hate in your place for the indefinite future
0: yes um, absolutely but
1: but if it's a week,
0: I just got to imagine this family's going to want their dog back
1: mm-hmm. like a
0: lot of families do. And so I just s- sort of think that like maybe like I, it doesn't sound like it doesn't seem feasible that it would be a forever sort of situation. So I think you say, hey, like, um, is there I'm happy to have the dog stay here if there are no other options, but I really um, don't want to live with your dog. And I think that's a fair thing to say. And then I think she it's she says, totally fair. no, there's no other options, you say, all right, looks like you're going to give that dog a bath.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think there's, you owe it to yourself to let the person know that this is not ideal for you. But mm-hmm. you also have an option, have an opportunity to help a family that's going through trauma in the midst of an already traumatic, traumatic yes. time. So yes. see what you can handle. Um, also, thank you for calling us ten minutes yes. after I this I'm so
0: glad that we were the f- like tr- must have been at least if not the first, the second people you addressed this with.
1: We are first responders in this yeah. case, and I Ugh. am grateful to have been nominated.
0: That's a better name. That's a better name for the podcast. First responders. <laughs> God damn it!
1: We I should... feel like an idiot. Well, to be fair, we're 30 we, episodes we... in. To be fair, we are many people's last or low on the list resort. Yeah, that's true. I think that's people fair. are hitting up a lot of other places.
0: I don't know. I don't know. It seems like I think this person is is probably the norm. I think that I a, think lot of so people, a lot of people are calling us 10 minutes after they... Um, have lifelong trauma that they want to well, work out. Well, maybe we should call spelling. this
1: caller normal people uh. on Hulu. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Refuse to watch. Okay, well, Mitra, <laughs> we did it, and you know what? I feel really great about the work we did here today.
1: I feel great. I had an amazing time.
0: I had an amazing time. The sun is still shining. Um, the world seems like you know really I think, good. <laughs> I think I'm gonna I'm gonna I think I'm gonna get off this call with you. I'm going to step outside and I'm going to read the news and I'm going to read that they, they did it. it. They figured. They figured <laughs> they fixed it. I, I really, that is actually like, that's how optimistic I feel right now is I feel like I'm going to get off this call and I'm going to be like, oh my God, they did it. They fixed they it. fucking did it. And
1: I knew that they would fix it and they fixed it.
0: Yeah, Trump is my president. Um, <laughs>
1: <laughs> A guffaw from me. Someone
0: is, someone is going to like isolate that and um, use it to ruin me. And I can't wait. I welcome it. <laughs> Ruin me, daddy Um, It's always It's always a joy, Mitra Thank you so much Oh, wait, I guess we should tell people We oh, didn't yeah. even really explain the concept of the podcast. Oh, by yeah. The way. We this really is, just
1: sort of did it did it raw this we week. We did so. it raw. <laughs> we did it
0: raw. We didn't even bother telling you um, that we answer your questions, which you've just sort of seen. And, and also that we answer them sometimes as a joke poorly. Well, uh, I think we
1: we do ourselves a disservice by trying to explain what the podcast is about because we inevitably do a bad job and probably yeah. lose listenership as yeah, we do that. Yeah, the first 10 minutes. <laughs>
0: So if you would like your question um to be heard on our podcast, please give us a call at 323-334-0371 or, or
1: email us at urgentcarepod at gmail.com. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna record a um a horrible theme, like a horrible jingle for the phone number to the best of my ability. <laughs> and that's gonna be my project. Three, two, so the wrong the wrong numbers, which I love. <laughs> we did we did not get all ten numbers in that nope. version.
0: <laughs> nope, nope, nope. And that's why it's just a first draft. Um, thank you, Dana. <laughs> thank you, Ryan. Thank you, July. Thank you, Colin Anderson. And my God, what if I forgot to thank the one, the only, the gorgeous, the stunning, the talented. Mitra Johari, always a
1: joy. And thank you so much to my horny. Gorgeous, beautiful, Ooh. smart, funny, talented, empathetic doctor Joel Kim Booster.
4: Uh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and that's our show. Bye.
1: Bye. Bye.